You'll never know what it's like to fail because you were born a Sullivan. You can't count on anyone, especially your heroes. You are a toy! You want to do something for Dash? Then let him actually compete. Let him go out for sport. How can you possibly bring me lower? What more can you take away from me? You think you could do these things, but you just can't, Nemo! Hey, hey, hey! I'm Matt Hayes. I'm here with Bob Panalone, and we're going to infinity and beyond. This is, the, of course, the analysis. Matthew Hayes. Hazard. Yo, yo, yo. Mr. Bobby Pants. Hey. Um, so we just saw Coco, the latest release from Pixar, and then we're going to dive into Pixar on the whole. A uh, juicy topic. Very um, juicy. I'll- very Start juicy on the whole. Yeah, what uh, you just saw it, so let's uh, let's get some early reactions. Uh, yeah, I so we we were excited. We decided um, because of the buzz of this movie, and some people anticipating that it's going to not only get on the animated best animated picture list, but could put, potentially break the top ten, uh, just features uh, of the year. And right. so we decided, man, that's kind of. Not necessarily uncharted territory for Pixar. Um, I think one, at least one of the Toy Stories had been on there before. Um, but yeah, we wanted to just kind of see how it stacked up. And I definitely think that this particular movie was very special. I have a buddy who's actually been on the podcast before, a friend of the pod, Adriel Mello. And, you know, he's from uh, his, his, his ancestors, you know, had immigrated from Mexico uh, and you know he had taken his younger brother to see this movie, and after I saw it, I, I the next day I went into work and I wanted to give him a hug, just because uh, you know, <laughs> I thought this uh, it, it it just and the thing with Pixar and we're getting into the specifics of why this movie was great. So basically, <laughs> what I'm saying is this movie was great. But the thing with Pixar is you know when they decide and just Disney in general when they decide to you know use. Um, uh, a nationality or a culture you know they really get to the root of uh, what those cultures hold dear and value and um, that was something that he said you know definitely came through in the in the film was just you know it's just we're we're people and we we love our ancestry we love to celebrate you know the Mm -hmm. um, the past and our lineage and it's just something that's incredibly important in our culture and he's like they just nailed it Um, so yeah I was very moved Um, I was uh, choking up a little bit there at the end how about yourself yeah, definitely. Uh, choking up as well. Uh, not a dry eye in the movie theater. And, and the thing about this movie that was great is that it kind of took me by surprise in that it's not, you know, I mean, I remember back in uh, Spanish language class in middle school, you know, mm-hmm. you learn about the Day of the Dead and uh, um, Dia de los Muertos or whatever. And, it, you know, it's 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 kind of fun. And, you know, you get to dress up and make some stuff. And you learn about, like, the altars and all that thing. And uh, the... Um, but the trailer, I was like, oh, you know, this is kind of more of a niche, niche Pixar movie. Yeah, uh, okay. It might, yeah. it's kind of, it's kind of, kind of like fly under the radar. I mean, you got like Gail Garcia Bernal, and but no, no one that kind of stood out. I mean, you know, it's very authentic. Uh, they, they, you know, have uh, the, these Latin American uh, voice performers, and uh, you know, there's no like Amy Poehler or Tom Hanks. Yeah, yeah. There's not it, a lot of, lot of star power behind it, which is. 
something that especially you know kind of uh, in our youth was was the very beginning of it because no one knows who the original cinderella like no one knew who that woman's voice <clears throat> was they were just professional voice actors that would do animated exactly. pictures no one knew no one knows who sleeping beauty's voice was but then it really started with robin williams and the genie and you know then it was like they started kind of attaching one celebrity or maybe a couple celebrities and now you know it's part of the uh, promotion for every animated movie that comes out is all the different voices you know every single character is going to be voiced by some celebrity that's not necessarily trained in voice acting uh, so i mean i I don't ha necessarily have a problem with it, but it is kind of, in terms of the whole scope of animation, relatively new to, to need a celebrity attached to it. So I'm kind of glad that we don't really have any big names behind this. I think that's what makes this one, you know, kind of a throwback in a way. Yeah, I was going to kind of wait to see this, and then uh, a, a friend of mine had seen it, and he was like, oh, it, it's the best one. It's my favorite Pixar movie. I was like, what? How's that possible? Um, yeah. And um, I, I think it's just, you know, people have short-term memory when it comes to best ever. I mean, it happens in sports all the time. Man, it's the greatest yeah, yeah, yeah. title it's game ever. Great. Well, what about last year? Oh, yeah, yeah, actually, that was better. Um, but uh, it did get me thinking, like, oh, man, I guess I better get on this or I'm going to miss out. And uh, it was very touching. And, um, yeah, some great original uh, music. Remember me, though I have to leave. Remember me. Remember me. Uh, yeah, no, the music was awesome, and I, I also like that they had the Stones to uh, sing some of them just purely in Spanish. Yeah, huh? Uh, I thought that was a, a nice touch too, because if Poquito you're gonna do loco. it, don't half-ass it, and don't. Yeah, don't. We don't need to. Um, you know, here's that whole number where he's playing in the in the square, and it's his first ever performance. Um, uh, not Miguel, not his name's not Coco, which is another nice little twist. Uh, but when Miguel's playing in that square, and he just they they're okay to just play in Spanish, or there's a few times where people uh, will step out and s sing an entire number in Spanish, and I was like, okay, cool, yeah, I don't need it to, I don't need to know all the lyrics here. Yeah, the, so Grandma Coco, it, it, do you not learn her name until towards the end, or I forget if that? No, he says it in the very okay. beginning. He says, yeah. oh, this is my Grandma Coco. Yeah, yeah, and okay. Blah 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 blah, and you're like, oh, so. And then you're like, okay, well, what's this? What's the deal with this old grandma getting the title character, and and then you don't really learn the importance till. Just about the end. It, it, was, it was a cool little turn where... It, oh, yeah. I love the turn. Yeah. Did you... How, how far out did you spot it? Well, you know, I'm a guesser. <laughs> uh, no, I didn't... I uh, I didn't really see it coming uh, until the uh, the reveal when they wanted me to. I... So, I yeah. yeah, me too. It's... um I bought into the whole, you know... Um, oh, I forget his name. De La Cruz. Yeah, De, is the, De La is Cruz the is the guy yeah. um, until... He he goes really evil. I was like, wait a minute, that this doesn't feel right. Yeah, like, this, oh, yeah, this isn't really lining up. The yeah. the the bum guy is probably the dad. Because I'm going, I'm going. All right, Miguel's gonna show up. De La Cruz is gonna see, you know how, um, you know, how rude he's been, or how, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? You know how selfish he's been. Yeah, yeah, and, exactly. You know that's gonna be. He's gonna reunite with the grandmother, and that's gonna be kind of you know Miguel bonding this family together and you know in, in in the process he's going to learn more about himself and the importance of his relationship with the family uh, but uh, not necessarily where they want us to go so i'll give him credit yeah i, I thought it was they really incredibly lay, touching they laid the breadcrumbs well enough where you know it's like uh his photo is you know the just you can 
the head is cut off, but it looks like the same body type. He's got the same guitar. And then, the guitar, yeah. And then to learn that this, like, asshole dude's just pretty much – he murdered the guy, which yeah. you forget is super dark for a Pixar movie. Um, and then well, he poisons him, right? And then uh, – Yeah. And then to not only steal the guy's songs and essentially steal his his life, um, uh, and then to that he filmed a movie that was like almost parodying his own <laughs> murder scene. Yeah, that's a little it was kind of Louis C.K. ass, yeah, isn't it? it? Where you like make a movie about all this terrible shit you've done in your past, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, uh, kind of throwback to that that new movie that the. I love you, Daddy. Movie that Louis C.K. just did, but uh, yeah, it was a uh, yeah that was kind of bizarre too. But I don't. I, I just I thought that the the movie was incredibly touching. And then you know, and like you had the good fortune of kind of learning about Day of the Dead. I didn't. I knew nothing about Day of the Dead besides that it was kind of just like a hype Mexican Halloween. <laughs> and, yeah, hype. And so you know, I was learning about this. Uh, you know, tradition and, you know, Caitlin leaned over to me and she's like, shit, I wish, why, why don't we do this? Because it's such a, such a nice, like thoughtful, um, tradition to do on a yearly basis where you just honor your ancestors and just tell stories and just take time with the family and just tell stories of these people that, you know, are part of your, you know, part of the foundation of where you came from. And, and she was like, you know, I wish we could do that for my grandfather that just passed. And, you know, I was like, mm-hmm. I totally agree. Like, why, it, you know, this is this is something that's incredibly special and should be kind of adopted in a few different uh, avenues in my life, at least. Yeah, so, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if I'm gonna be doing Day of the Dead, but I, I definitely am into the idea. I feel like in white culture specifically, the um, you know, like ancestors aren't really remembered. It's just you know, you got your once your grandparents go. It's, it's about far back as it goes, and you know, people are kind of yeah. you know, South Park's made fun of ancestry.com and. And all that stuff where people are like, oh, I wonder what, you know, part nationalities I am. and But that's not really the same. Uh, you know, I mean, in England with the royal family, that that's one thing. But, you know, it doesn't really – people don't go back far and, and celebrate their great-great-grand or, – or even know yeah. what they did or who they were. Um, mm-hmm. um, I think it's more prevalent in, in England. A lot of people uh, – like my – every time I go over there, my aunt gives uh, – whips out this gigantic tree and like did you know that your great 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 uncle and your you know whatever was uh related to sir isaac newton and blah blah and here's like some photos of the, your grandpa's wedding and yeah it's a, a lot <laughs> yeah it's not necessarily something that's regular though and even mellow my buddy who's um uh 100 mexican says that his family does not do day of the dead up like like they do in this movie, like in the actual well, that, homeland. Yeah, that's like a, a small little they, town where yeah, they don't really I can't have remember much what the altar's called on. that you make up with the pictures and everything. He's like, we don't necessarily do that, but he's they are definitely aware of this grandmother's grandmother, what that person's name was, kind of what they did in their life. Um, and I just love the idea that um, you can't, you know, they, they basically fade from the afterlife once they're stopped, but once you stop talking about them uh, on earth. And so, you know, it's important to continue to share stories to kind of keep that soul alive uh, in the afterlife. And I think it's just a really sweet sentiment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so did, did 
that guy Mello and enjoy the movie. I forget what he, he said. He loved it. Yeah, he loved it. Yeah. yeah. So, um, I th- I just I, I really liked it too. I, 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 do you want to get to the list now? Well, first of all, let's say, do you think it makes the ten best pictures uh, of the year? This yeah. Year? Yeah, I think it should. It will. Uh, I think it will. I do too. So, and that that kind of puts it into uncharted territory, and I'm not going to put it uh, to the same significance that Beauty and the Beast had. When Beauty and the Beast came out, it was nominated for Best Picture, and there was only five pictures that year that could be nominated. So to be an animated movie and get nominated as one of the – not just animation, but like one of the five best movies of the year was a massive accomplishment. So I don't know if it's that big because the, it's the, the pool of ten now. So it's happened a couple times where I think like Toy Story 3, there was, there was a couple kind of um, – Great Pixar movies, but not like a, a, a massive achievement that have made the list already. So, yeah. All right. Well, it's like Up was nominated for Best Picture. Um, That's actually on the top of my list as well for my Pixar. Yeah. List. No, I figured. Um, God, the Wikipedia is so huge for this. It's hard to. Can't remember. Anyway, well, I mean, they almost always win Best Animated animated feature yeah. which is kind of a no-brainer well sometimes it's hard to sift through like what's pixar versus what's disney animation because they look very similar now because at first the computer animation stuff it was just anytime something was computerized and not the traditional animation you're like oh that's pixar but then disney animation basically stopped doing the traditional uh, you know what was the, the princess and the frog was one of the last ones that was just like a pure animation um, and, and they've basically started doing – so, like, last year, Zootopia and Moana weren't Pixar movies. They were just Disney animation, but they were all computerized and looked like a Pixar movie. Does that make sense? Yeah. So yeah, sometimes well, the, it's the hard whole, to figure the, out, huh? The, fro- the frozen, tangled sort of look. Where, where, yeah. yeah, where, like, movies like Aladdin were hand-drawn, but they would incorporate um, kind of uh, computer animation, like, with, like, the rug or uh, you know that that temple that right and yeah, they just yeah. had little incorporated aspects, um, and then you, you know Toy Story came out and yeah because Pixar was kind of like the full computer animated, and now they all incorporate it to some extent and almost all of them are computer animated movies. But um, I feel like Pixar still stands out with their their animation uh, prowess. You know, okay. you know like. Like even in Coco, when he crosses the bridge and they're they're in the land of the dead and or whatever you call that, mm-hmm. it's uh, it was incredible. You know the, the Did you see this in three D? No, I I, t- I try I actually avoid three D movies because this was one when I was watching it. I kind of wish that I would have done the three D because once they go into that other world and it's just mm-hmm. fluorescent, it was. I don't know, man. It seemed like a Coldplay concert. It was just like tie-dye, fluorescent <laughs> colors everywhere. And, you know, they got that like dragon floating across the sky. And it's, you know, it's it's the colors of the Seattle Seahawks. It's like fluorescent green and purple. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, man, I'd, like this would be kind of cool. And you got kind of like specks of the, the leaves, the orange leaves kind of floating through the air on that bridge. And it seemed like it might be a, an experience in 3D. But again, you know, I just... I, I try to avoid it as well, but this this particular one seemed like it would have been good to, to catch in 3D. I'd be interested to talk to someone who'd seen it in 3D. Yeah, it's just that, you know, the goggle is a little uncomfortable, and uh, the movie is uh, the, the brightness gets dulled, and it doesn't – the 3D aspect. The only movie that, that – I feel like Avatar 
was the only one where it's like, oh my god, this is such a cool new experience. I really liked when they did it with um, Gravity as well. Ye- like, I felt oh like yeah, I, was, I felt like I was a spaceman. <laughs> I felt like I was I was out there with with George and David Bowie and David Bowie. Exactly. Um, all right. Well, yeah. So let's break. Let's. Uh, how does this slide into our list? Now, when I was so the nineteen films, we got uh, Toy Story four coming out and um, Incredibles two. So those. I'm excited for Incredibles two. Yeah, I think both of those. <clears throat> I, I'm less excited about Toy Story four just because of well, the way they, Toy Story three yeah, ended. They they knocked it out of the park. Like, why are we? Why are yeah. we going back? And you know, why are we Indiana Jonesing, jonesing this thing? Yeah, but, this is totally the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull for Toy Story. Yeah, um, not that it won't that. be bad. I'm sure it's going to be a good movie. But the the reason Toy Story three was so great is that it not only did they knock it out of the park, but they 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 stuck the landing, you know, yeah. on, on on how to finish up a trilogy. No, I totally agree. It was <clears throat> perfect, and yeah, I just okay. Well, we'll we'll wait to see it. I don't want to. Yeah, yeah gonna, I know they've been spending years and years on it, so I'm, I'm sure. Um, toy. I mean, the Toy Story movies are the best sequel makers i mean the uh, of the sequels that pixar does toy story i mean all three of those are great but now real so quick let's, let's um, do let's do a foundation here i found an article when i was getting ready for this vulture last year november 17th 2017 yeah i read that same one they listed all 19 and they have their own list so real quick i'm just going to give it give theirs and then we can whoa, whoa, whoa well no that well no let's just walk up Work you off of our own. Work off of our own. Oh, and then we can we can work back yeah, and see can, what they had. And then okay. yeah, exactly. So uh, when I was putting this together, I I came up with the top three, and okay. then a bottom three, and then I kind of inched in toward the middle, <laughs> because because okay. for me, I think in the Vulture article they they quote this where choosing your favorite Pixar movies is like having nineteen children trying to pick your favorite. Where That's even point. the bad ones are good movies. Um, oh. And there's only and there's only one I haven't seen, which is Cars Two, which is the only rotten movie. I have not seen Cars Two out. or Three. I saw it on a plane. Uh, okay. So my my bottom three right now: Cars Two, Cars Three, Brave. Um, uh, yeah. And Brave might be too low. I have seen. Have you seen Good Dinosaur? I have seen Good Dinosaur. I was yeah. okay with Good Dinosaur. I was okay with that too. Brave might be better than that one, but e- either way. I the um, kids really because when I was doing a lot of childcare stuff, kids really were into Brave. Um, I uh, unfortunately I have not seen Monsters University. I have not seen Cars two or three, so I can't. Monsters I can't. University I had at fifteen. So yeah, Brave, Good Dinosaur, Monsters University, all floating around the same kind of area there. But but do you agree with that? Where like they're all kind of like A films. There's a few A pluses, a few yes A minuses, and a B plus. I think so it's really hard to three, separate. My bottom three is Finding Dory. The la- very last one. Finding well, I would say I would say uh, Cars two and three, just because I have no interest in seeing them. And then mm-hmm. of the of the movies I've actually seen, the one that I was least about was Finding Dory. Really? Yeah, more so than Brave. I didn't I didn't mind Brave as much. I thought I, I, there were some there were some a, a little bit misses in terms of I was more interested in the mythology than I was in the actual. Like what was happening to her? Uh, what was her name again? What was the name of the girl? Oh, I don't know. In Brave, but yeah, the the mythology was really interesting. But I, you know, I was kind of more interested in that than I was in kind of the story of her life and finding a suitor and blah blah blah. But um, I, I feel like Pixar has 
let, let, let's say like two two or three eras and uh the you know kind of like the, the pre toy story 3 and the post toy story 3 okay where uh, all right let's look at the lead up here you got toy story a bug's life toy story 2 which is supposed to be straight to video and then they, they kind of salvaged it into a f- feature and, and feature yeah and it it rocked you know they they ton of money worldwide box office half a billion yeah. Monsters Inc., which is great. Finding Nemo, The Incredibles, Cars, which was kind of like the first one. You're like, eh, I'm not really that interested in it, but it was still pretty solid. Ratatouille, which was inc- incredibly Ratatouille? kind of uh, unique and kind of like their art house picture. Their 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 French yeah. indie. Yeah, that was cool. Uh, Wall-E, Up. Toy Story Three, like the, Man, like that's just, that's an incredible run right there. Those three just crushing it. Then after Toy Story 3, so yeah, like 2009, 2010, 2011, you got the Wally up Toy Story 3. That's that's a run right there. Then we got Cars 2. Definitely their 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 worst one. Mm-hmm. Uh fuck it. Mater as James Bond. Who wants to see that? Uh <laughs> uh Brave to Monsters. Mater. Yeah, Cars 2, Brave, Monsters University. Three middling films, mm-hmm. retreads with the university, a, a prequel nobody really wanted, wanted to, see. to see. Then they kind of have a little reco- uh, resurgence here with Inside Out, kind of a surprise smash hit based on the, those. Two on my like, list. Yeah, based on like those, the previous three, you're like, oh, they've lost it. Toy Story 3 was kind of the uh, the apex. Then they, they jump right back up with Inside Out. Good Dinosaur, you know, was later on that year, kind of was was kind of like the 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 b the b side yeah, of that yeah, yeah. that year you know whatever finding dory another smash hit that that makes over a billion uh toy story 3 the other one um cars 3 and now coco so they've kind of been back and forth for a while since toy story 3 with really inside out being the only one Stand that, i mean yeah. finding dory made them the most money and was critically acclaimed as well but so yeah, I I kind of they had such a huge run. You're like, when is this gonna end? When are they not? When are they gonna have a miss? And it didn't really happen until after Toy Story three. I feel like. Okay, um, I agree with you. But yeah, so you've already mentioned a few of your tops. So I love um, I love going the, the up two to one or, or how do you feel about this? Let me just let me just do my three and then we'll go to your three, um, first. Okay, so my two favorite. Pixar movies are both of the Pete Doctor movies, so it's Up and Inside Out, um, and I really love how he's able to touch into, um, especially with Inside Out, uh, like the, the emotions are literally the characters of the movie. Mm-hmm. I just think he he does such a great job, especially these movies are geared towards children to get them in touch with feelings and how they feel and how it's okay to feel. And, uh, you know, the, the beginning of up is I'll never forget it. And, and I went and I took my, uh, my cousin who was probably, you know, four or five at the time to see it. And you, you have this, this lovable, uh, what you think is going to be a principal character, uh, pass in the first five minutes and just kind mm-hmm. of the emotions behind that. And, you know, these kids are, you know, they're going to experience loss and, you know, grandparents are going to pass, you know, sometimes early in their life and to kind of get them to a place uh, where you can um, explain it to them is, uh, was, I thought was very powerful. And uh, I always appreciated that, that it wasn't just kind of like, a, you know, happy times with, with Pete Doctor movies. Um, I, I really appreciated that. 
and um, and even in speaking of Ratatouille, uh, Patton Oswalt had used when he when his wife passed, he had used kind of the feelings and and what happened and why we need sadness and what happiness means, and he had kind of used Inside Out to explain to his daughter the passing of his wife. So mm-hmm. I just think that those two for me, and you know, I'm kind of a sucker for the sap. So uh, yeah. those two for me uh, just stand out just a bunch, not just in Pixar, but across all animation. Um, and then of course, Toy Story would be my third one. It's just an absolute classic. You got uh, Tim Allen, who's uh, Birmingham, Michigan, out there. Never been uh, better. Yep, it's it's seriously his best work, uh, and he's and he's great for voiceovers. That's why he's been doing the Pure Michigan stuff for the last ten mm-hmm. years. But uh, Tim Allen kills it, and then Tommy Hanks, man, how do you you know you get the best actor in the world doing Woody, and it's just all time classic. Uh, those would be the the three for me. How about yourself? Well, what was um, Ricky Gervais's intro? I think at one of the Golden Globes, where it's like one is a two time Oscar winner. Uh, Apollo 13, uh, Saving Private Ryan, and the other one is Tim Allen. It's Tim Allen. (laughs) (laughs) He does his whole list of achievements. The other guy is Tim Allen. (laughs) (laughs) Now, there was a time when when Toy Story had come out, like, Tim Allen was Oh, Tim Allen was the big get. Yeah. Yeah. He was, was, you know, he he had Home Improvement, which was the number one TV show. He had done Santa Claus. He he had the number one book out. You know, he he was all over the place. And uh, I wonder if he cost more money than Tom Hanks did uh, initially. Ooh, that'd be a good uh, good thing to research. But yeah. he, uh, the in in Buzz is really the star, which is so funny because he's definitely just a, a, another uh, role player when it gets to the third movie, and it's and it's all about Woody, <clears throat> right? And in in yeah, Buzz he's is just he's kind utilized like a, perfectly in uh, Toy Story three. Buzz is basically gets as much screen time as is. Uh, Mr. Potato Head or the T Rex. Yeah, exactly. He's just another one of the guy, the mm-hmm. the ensemble, the the, the platoon, and in, uh, you know, in, in Spanish, it's it's Spanish buzz, shared. huh? And Spanish buzz was was was, was pretty awesome. Funny. It was so yeah. funny. Uh, but yeah, in the first one, it's like you know, Buzz Lightyear is the hot new toy, and it's yeah, it definitely is kind of a shared thing. The so my my number one uh, for the same reason that you have up with that the opening i think the best opening they ever did was uh was wally yeah um, wally is my number four that is that's i think it's that's their greatest achievement in animation um uh definitely that that opening half hour the the unspoken scene of destruction i think it's the best it's the most impressive animation and then the movie itself is pretty strong i will say i think up is great i think it it, it is buoyed by that I think people just think about that opening and, and not much else. Um, yeah, there there is some stuff in the middle where it's kind of it, it, it drags a little bit, but you're right. There I, is I might uh, be a little too caught up thinking about the beginning, the first fifteen. That's uh, I I have up at uh, number five, so I have Wally, and then Finding Nemo was my favorite for a, a very long time. Um, okay. And, and uh, then Toy Story at three. Apparently, Nemo was the hardest <clears throat> for them to do because uh, underwater just the effects that water has on hair yeah. and plants and everything. It was like very hard for them to master that with computer animation. So I know that was yeah. a big achievement for them. They really challenged themselves with that title. In, two, in 2003 especially, and that still holds up really well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Wally 2008. 
man, just yeah. And it's a great love story too, with the with the robots, and they barely say anything. It's just um, well, and then also you got the just kind of the green message, which I yeah. think about all the time. We I, people we anytime you talk about global warming, people will mention. Hey man, it's gonna end up like Wally. I'm just gonna end up covered yeah. in trash and in some spaceship floating around the earth. Yeah, exactly. Wally. Wally. Yeah, you know, and it really that, that first thirty minutes where it's just silence. You know, it kind of inspired Paul Thomas Anderson when he was going in to make There Will Be Blood. And they just really wanted to make sure. You know, is that true? No, I'm kidding. I actually think There Will Be Blood. <laughs> <laughs> No, there will be blood. Probably came up. I think there will be blood was two thousand seven, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, something. That, <laughs> but um, yeah, heavy influence on PTA. All right, you guys. Wally. I'm reworking the beginning. Just Daniel, just work with me here, okay? Have you seen Wally yet? Okay, he just starts <laughs> out thirty minutes in silence. I think we're gonna try the same thing with Daniel Plainview here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, d- would you like me to uh, go away for ten years and uh, learn how to be a robot that collects trash? No, no, no. That's too much. Too much. That's way that's, too uh, much, Daniel. Yeah. So, all right, let, let's get to where Coco falls in the list. So, uh, Toy Story 3, I have right after Toy Story. I, I kind of have a hard time distinguishing distinguishing them because Toy Story is such a classic. It could easily be number one on every list. Yes. Um, it, it still stands up. It's, it's incredibly funny and, and a great story. Toy Story 3 was just such a smash, like, yeah, like we said, knocked out of the park for, for a sequel, you know, the third movie. It was incredible. I was like, man, like... They're going to go back to this well again. You've already seen two movies. Like, you know, like all their original stuff is great. You're like, let's just see a new one and then to go back to Toy Story again. But they, it was so great. I mean, that's definitely their wheelhouse is the Toy Story. That's yeah. probably their favorite as well to, to I make. Think, okay, so I think it's got to come in at number five or six. Because you've got Toy Story, you've got Toy Story 3, I have Inside Out and up that's so i have four right there and then i have wally five so then i'd put coco six so i'd put coco before nemo i'd put coco before the incredibles even though the incredibles is a lot of fun there's not a lot of uh, soul in it i would yeah say. Uh, yeah yeah i would i'd put a wave i would put it in front of ratatouille ratatouille uh i'd put it in front of dory or finding dory monsters inc i'd put it in front of monsters inc Bugs I have life, it. I have cars. it at eight. Huh? I I have it at eight. So, so I, you have I it have it down the list. Yeah, Toy Story three up, then Inside Out, then Incredibles, then Coco at eight. So I have it. At, I have it as the best of the second half. Um, and I'm not sure what I could, like I don't. It's not unseating Inside Out. It, it I could put it ahead of Incredibles maybe, up toy, and then we're into the top five. So I think just outside the top five. For Coco, because I don't know, it, it is, it, yeah, it, it's just great. It is, I don't know. I, I did like how they got to like the afterworld right away. Um, yeah, but it is a little, I, it started off a little simplistic, um, in, in which isn't necessarily a bad thing, but yeah, where it's like, uh, oh, I, uh, I want to be a musician. No, no music. All right, well, uh, I'm gonna go find De La Cruz. Boom, mm-hmm. he's over there looking for him. Um, they're like, do you know where? Uh, the, yeah, well, you know where it kind of falls a little bit. You know, in terms of, and we're splitting hairs because it was a great movie. But the whole yeah. chase you through there, there wasn't a, the stakes. Um, didn't seem very high at certain points. Like the whole monster tracking him down. The whole I might turn into. I might like. The, I never. I never was very. It didn't even really seem like Miguel was that concerned about 
fading into the the the, the other yeah. world. You know, when yeah, like I feel like that was never actually going to happen. Yeah, Whereas there was, there Inside of... Out with Joy, you're like, she might actually not get back. Mm-hmm. Um, you're more worried about the uh, the stakes. Yeah, yeah, and kind of the, <clears throat> the monster chase and the family like trying to chase him to like send him back. That didn't really seem it like that huge. And then, but I mean, it picks up a little at the end because um, you start worrying about uh, the grandfather. You know, you start worrying, and that's kind of. But that that only takes like that's the last five minutes, and that's kind yeah. of like third act uh that's like a third act problem that gets added at the very end and you've we've got to try to solve it rather than like there's a whole middle part of the movie where the suspense of the movie is kind of middling that's that's my only kind of small critic critique of the movie i agree Uh, but it does crescendo really well where everything kind of falls into place you're like oh my god this everything makes sense now like uh, it was him all along, and he only left because he was killed. Like he didn't just walk out to pursue his career. It was, you yeah. know, and and he actually like, wanted didn't... to make it back to his family. He had guilt, you know. Yeah, and they had no idea where he went. You know, he he got, you know, he was he was murdered and then sent to the afterlife, and nobody knew where he went. And yeah, he was just trying to get back the whole time. And yeah, and then like, yeah, and the little girl was like still waiting for her papa to come back, and, and all that. And... It's the coco. Yeah, it was really, really sweet. Um, do you? Because uh, Pixar's not really big on on the the original music, really. That's more of the Disney thing. Yeah, that's Disney thing. Moana. Yeah, Moana, Frozen. I mean, like they they kind of stand on the backs of. Uh, what of, can I yeah. say? You're welcome. Yeah, there's Moana. The, the soundtracks. Movie. Yeah. And then you know, got Randy Newman uh, for Joy Story. <laughs> That's one that <laughs> South Park loves to make fun of. Yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> there was that that Family Guy episode that was family as well, guy where yeah. well, we got Randy Newman just uh, Randy Newman songs, just writing about what he sees. Fat man with his girl and dog coming <laughs> from the morning folk. Hello, Rover. Come on over. Yeah, let's get the hell out of here. Can you play us out today with some Randy Newman? (laughs) Yeah, of course. Thank you. We'll we'll, we'll Uh, give Hold My Hand a little bit of a break, and we'll play out with some Randy. (laughs) Yeah, that sounds about right. Um, Would it surprise you to learn that uh, the movie that made the most total money um, in terms of uh, box office and retail sales, what, what would your guess be? This year? In uh, in general, Pixar. Oh, just all time. What's making them the most money? Uh, well, didn't you say that it was uh, Finding Dory? Uh, that had a that had a you know that topped a billion at the global box office. It's probably but... cars. It's those freaking hillbillies in the south that just love race cars and anything. So Star Wars uh, has made thirty seven billion dollars off of retail sales. And number two on that list at ten billion is cars. Yeah. <laughs> and that and that was that was before Cars Three came out. So they keep making their their worst franchise, but it makes them the most money. In terms of and, the and franchise. To, yeah. Toy Story is right behind that at nine billion in retail sales. People are so uh, like, stupid. It's because yeah, of that like, Larry the Cable guy. It's... You know, no, Cars Land. Land. No, that's Jeff Foxworthy. What was his get her yeah. done? Get her done. Yeah, they hitched their wagon to that loser. No pun intended. <laughs> I know. I mean, it was kind of like a, a surprise hit on their hands with cars, where this kind of this guy came out of nowhere, and then to focus a whole movie on him, and then 
by Cars three, you're like, who even cares anymore? Um, yeah. I mean, you know, I'm I'm a fan of Owen Wilson. I I like his work as Light wow, McQueen. Wow, I'm driving. Oh, wow, wow, wow. I'm in this race. wow. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's why they keep making Cars, and that that's really the the only dud for me because the other so they ones sell T-shirts like, and and toys like yeah brave good dinosaur you know whatever a bug's life at least they're you know ratatouille they're trying new things their original ideas cars it's just like uh, the first one was okay but then they sold so many fucking merchandise that then they're just going to keep pounding out those and that that's kind of that's my that's my kind of the black eye for pixar for me is is the just yeah. the money grab of cars yeah which um, I mean, they're making so much money off the other ones, but I guess I can't fault them for, you know, making as these much movies, money as you can. And they, and they they really have, you know, found a, a great place in entertainment because the movies entertain losers like us and film turds like us, but then, you know, the kids love it, parents love it, and it, it's just, it, it makes them a billion dollars, they entertain everybody, everybody's happy, there's no real losses in it. So, you know, good, good, for, yeah. good on them. Yeah, good on them. I mean, the Cars movies, all three... Uh, are the the worst reviewed? Um, they do okay at the box office, but it's really though that retails the the retail sales that just skyrockets it past yeah. the other ones. It, you know, Toy Story's right there on merit uh, acclaim, and also you know box office as well. So I think that that's obviously more warranted. Um, but uh, but yeah, so that that didn't really surprise me at all because like, why do they keep making these dumb movies? Yeah. Anyway, Real quick, so, but a I mean, quick shout out to Pete Doctor. Uh, I'm I'm reading on him right now, and apparently he was principal in uh, in the writing of the Toy Story script, the original Toy Story, and he was uh, completely influential in the character of Buzz Lightyear. So all the things that we oh, were wow. just loving on Pete Doctor, who then later got his shot and made my two favorite Pixar movies, and the director of Coco was this Lee Unkrich guy and he has originally directed uh, toy story 2 monsters inc and your favorite nemo there as well oh, as coco cool. so um and then he was the producer of good dinosaur and monsters university but his cool. his first three director directing choices are directing movies were toy story 2 100 percent monsters inc 96 and then finding nemo 99 so dude uh great great dude, resume uh, so he might be the the second place to my favorite uh, Pixar guy, because Brad Bird, he's done a few, and he was like the the Incredibles guy, but uh, yeah, this Brad he, Bird, yeah, he did Incredibles, and he went on to do you know like Mission Impossible movies, yeah, um, and and all that stuff. So yeah, he's kind of like the action guy, but uh, yeah, cool. Andrew Stanton directing uh, Wally, uh, wow. as well as uh, I was a, yeah, they're all writers on all of them. I think. Mm. Yeah, well, cool. Yeah, I mean. What's more to say about Pixar? They just crush it all the time. Yeah, they're and... just doing donuts. <laughs> they're just murdering yeah. <laughs> the game every time out, pretty much. So let's hope that uh, Coco gets some love on the uh, on the big ballot, and uh, they'll obviously win Best Animated this year. Um, yeah, obviously. So so yeah, cool. so a solid top ten out- outing for uh, what's essentially twenty films. So definitely definitely a top halfer. Um, uh, it may be in some people's top five or even their favorite, but I think objectively you'd have to say up Toy Story, Wall-E, uh, kind of, you know, and Finding Nemo I'll throw in there, but uh, more more so deserving of of the of the best of the best. Correct. Cool. All right. Well, on that note, uh, Randy Newman. Let's get it. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. 